0: Welcome to Insurance Happy Hour. I'm Laird.
1: I'm Becky. How are you this week?
0: It's been a week. Yeah, you know what? I, that's exactly what I wanted to talk about. Okay, good. You know, sometimes it's just hard to to maintain a positive outlook. You know, it, it's it, sometimes it's work related, sometimes it's personal, and this past week has been both. It's it's been a it's been a very trying week, and you know putting on that happy face and, and going through it. And then I actually um, just kind of like, you know, I'm done with this week. <laughs> um,
1: yes. I, I am not normally one who is Friday all the time or, you know, dreads Mondays because I love what I do. I love the people I, I get to work with. And so I actually look forward to coming here and, and doing those things and working towards our common goals. But this week I'm definitely glad it's Friday.
0: <laughs> yeah, and and it is Friday. You know, sometimes we record episodes ahead of time. We're recording this right before we have to. Larry's pulling back the curtain. <laughs> yes, but uh, y- you know, this week I've been admittedly a 501-er. I have. I have not. I, I know. Yeah, and I feel bad. Like I feel bad. I I walk by your office. You you're here before me, and you're you leave after me, and. I, I know all the weird stuff you're working on. However, it's like, I just want to, like, I'm watching the clock and that's not a normal thing for me. And just, I want to get out of here.
1: Yeah. Well, and, I might be leaving right at five today. <laughs> out the door. Just done with this week.
0: Yeah. No, I, I, in I think that that's, that's okay. And, you know, just, I, you know, it's like every day this week, I just like, I want to go to lunch, but I'm not really that hungry. I want to get out, but I'm not really wanting to talk. You know, it's, it's a lot of staring at uh, the wall.
1: You know, I found a new diet plan. What is that? It's called be so busy. You don't have time to eat.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, there's a lot of that going on. There's, there's uh, these days is like too busy, too depressed too everything is like the best way, you know, to to actually lose weight these days is to have uh, feelings and, and have them <laughs> totally.
1: Well, you know, I'm I'm somebody who eats my feelings, so I have to be careful with that. But last, there was one day last week, I don't think I had anything to eat until 4.30. I had coffee in the morning, which sustained me for a while. And at some point I went, oh, look, it's lunchtime. And I think I even went and got my lunch at about 3 mm-hmm. or at least grabbed my apple out of my lunch at like 3. And I still didn't eat it for another hour and a half.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm the direct opposite. Is whenever I'm not in the greatest of moods, for, for lots of reasons, I usually don't eat, and I, I go the other way. And so, first of all, your diet sounds like a normal me diet because I'm like <laughs> I don't eat all day, and then it's like, oh crap, it's 6 o'clock at night. I probably should eat at this point. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I've I've never been a, a person that gets, uh, um, you know, emotional eating, stress eating, maybe, but it's it's more like whenever I'm stressed, it just I eat and I don't actually watch what I'm putting in my mouth. You know, just like you put a box of Samoas next to you and then an hour later gone, <laughs> they're gone. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know, did you, know, um, you know, the whole, uh, Girl Scout cookie thing that th- like Keebler is one of the ones that makes all the, a lot of the Girl Scout cookies. Really? Yeah. And they, you know, they, they make it and they have their own version of like a Samoa cookie. I can't, i can't remember what it's called hopefully someone listening will and then you know pop it over to us but um they're actually bigger so like i could eat an entire box of samoa's by myself but then i tried to eat this entire box of the keebler pseudos off one that's available all year long yeah couldn't even get through half of it and then i started looking at the size of cookies i'm like oh wow they're no wonder, and and I assure you, Girl Scout cookies have gotten smaller, or I've just gotten much much bigger. <laughs> Maybe both. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this this week is is kind of got me. Uh, you know, kind of. I mean, this is more quiet for us. It's uh, it's more of a. Hmm. But uh, I've I've taken a break from Twitter.
1: I don't know if you noticed. I that. had noticed that. Yeah, and because I I. I... <laughs> your vague tweeting always is i find humorous mm-hmm. and i had was kind of expecting some of that this week and there was none and i was like yeah he i must he must just be really busy or he's taking a break
0: yeah i'm i'm taking a break cuz you get on you get on twitter and first of all half the conversations you just realize that you don't care about anymore yeah and you know this this massive purge that i've i'm kind of going through of like cutting out people that you know, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. You know, it's, I'm seeing more and more of that. And also just this decisiveness online these days is really getting, getting to me. Yeah. It's left or right. It's nowhere in the middle. It's always, every conversation is, you know, yay, Trump F Trump. You know, it's always that those, those extremes,
1: you know, we're taught that it's improper to talk about certain topics but I don't know that that's the best way to approach conversation because now nobody knows how to talk about it in a rational way where you're hearing the other person's arguments and not feeling like they're judging you for your opinion if it's different. Yeah.
0: And I think that people's opinions have been lost um, because you can can have your entire mindset filled with one thought process. Like you can't read – all the content developed by right leaning people. Right. And you can't read all the content from left leaning people. So you kind of stay in your areas and you, then, so then you get filled with even more and more thoughts. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, um, Just keeping quiet on Twitter is just, it's a little different, you know, and I'm trying not to open it up as much. And I'm trying just to, you know, kind of ignore just social media for a bit. You know, I've never post on Facebook and, you know, Facebook, I'm barely even on that. And, you know, LinkedIn, LinkedIn has become like Facebook. Have you noticed that? A little bit. Yeah. I mean, there, there's people that are posting them on themselves on vacation. And I'm like, are you... Linked? Are, are you like? Is your Facebook auto posting to f- LinkedIn at this point? Because this is not business related, and mm-hmm. I, I don't know if they want it to become that way. But I like seeing what people. I missed the whole updates. This person connected with that person. Yeah, I missed. I, I like seeing when people get promotions, anniversaries, all that. I think it's a really good tool in that regard. But it's becoming very social, and so all the social media things now. I'm like, I'm done. I'm. I'm. You know. Really, it's getting kind of hard for me. <laughs> and, you know, you, and I'm never a fan of Instagram because I think Instagram, we, I think we've talked about this is that, uh, it's just look at me, look at me. And wasn't that all of social media? I, yeah, well, that, that we've talked about. Twitter, I like that I could fire it off and I just didn't give a shit. Yeah. What happened to it after that point? Yeah. But with, um, You know, Facebook, it's like, oh, how many likes did I get? Who's commenting and all that? And it always seems to be a popularity contest. And I just, I'm not into that. And, you know, there's just sometimes I just don't want to see what's out there. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And, you know, so that, that creates kind of a conflict for me. Is, you know, a lot of times of what we do with this podcast and what we do with our social media profiles and what we do with blogging and everything that we do in our daily jobs, it's about promotion. And, you know, I I have one account for both my real life and my work life. I've just mixed them so well on social media that it's just me. You're
1: talking about on Twitter.
0: Yeah. On Twitter, but Facebook, I mean, I only have one account for everything. So, and you know, Working is kind of the face of ITC at times. It's uh, at you know at times, at time, but you know a lot of times you're you know doing the actual job, but right. out there talking and doing that, you start to wonder if you're a brand yourself, and or are you ITC or whatever company that you are. And I remember a tweet from you a couple of years ago. Yeah, that you were asking. Of you were kind of vague tweeting, by the way, but <laughs> but I called you on it. You did, and I said you you had you said, "Can a person be a brand?" And what is your what is your thoughts on that? Can a person be a brand?
1: I have opinions, and that is no. Why is that? There are a few things. Probably first and foremost would be you can't trademark a human. Uh The rules and tax implications and regulations around a company do not apply to a person. I can't own a person. We tried that. We decided that doesn't work. (laughs)
0: Great setup on that. I was was like, wait, where's she go- Hold on, where is she going on that? I was like, okay, good, good, good.
1: (laughs) We 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 we've been there, done that, doesn't work. Yeah. And to say a person is a brand is to say I am ownable Mm -hmm. by somebody, which is not the case. I am a human. A brand is not a human. Humans represent the brand, they can be the face of the brand. But they are not the brand.
0: I could get that. Um, what do you What do you say to something along the lines of like uh, Seth Godin?
1: He's not a brand.
0: What is his brand?
1: What is his brand?
0: Yes, if you would say, "What is the Seth Godin brand?"
1: There is none. He He is a person who I admire his expertise uh-huh. and think he is very thoughtful and you know very bright about a lot of what he says as far as customer service and business and marketing uh, if anybody follows me on on twitter you will see a lot of the stuff that i share tends to come from him because i read it and i just go yes this 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 is exactly right but he is not a brand. I I don't go out and buy a shirt that has his name, his name or his face on it, like I could for Apple or Nike or you know pick your favorite brand and insert in the space.
0: Have you seen people try to make themselves a brand versus oh, building yeah. brand?
1: There are, there are people out there who listening to this will disagree with me and will say, no, absolutely, people can be brands. What about Oprah? What about? You know, Kim Kardashian, I would argue they're still not brands. You can't own Oprah. Mm -hmm. I can't go to my stockbroker and say, buy me stock in Oprah. Her brand is her network. Mm -hmm. She's the face of that, sure. But she herself, not a brand.
0: Would it be, you know, I I have this thing that uh, everybody's replaceable. I mean, me, you, everybody's replaceable. And do you think... If someone is irreplaceable in the brand, wouldn't that convey that they are, they are the brand?
1: No, Look at Apple.
0: And you're, Steve, you're,
1: Steve Jobs was the most the, the biggest representation of Apple, right? It no. was Apple and Steve Jobs for decades. Even when he was gone, he was still associated with the brand, and then he came back and he, you know, did what he did to turn that company around. and then he died but the company is now worth a trillion dollars without him. Mm -hmm. So he was not the brand.
0: Well, I, I agree with you (laughs) (laughs) Um, because that that's, that's also, you know, how I always look at it is that many brands have been built upon the idea of a person you know, what, the, what they represented, what they, who they were. Seth Godin's a great example is, you know, his little tidbits, his little blog type of stuff comes from him. But the, what he's doing is he's selling the brand of the ideas. Right. And that's uh, very important because whenever someone who has worked to build a brand like Oprah, um, they get to the point where, you know, they, they want to move on she's moved on she no longer has the Oprah Winfrey show right and she's got the the Oprah Winfrey Network and she's on almost none of it I mean she's She's in the interstitials and stuff like that. But other than that, she's not on that network and that network has moved on away from her. In fact, they call it own. They, they're not even the Oprah Winfrey network. It's not even that it's own. Right. Um, same thing with like Turner broadcasting and all those different networks is they were built upon what someone had done, but in the end, the brand lives on. And, you know, we, we see a lot of that in you know the the speaker circuit that we go around is that people are trying to develop themselves as a brand and you know there there's something to be said of the you know you are marketing yourself as a speaker in the in the industry and would you when you move on or or go go move on or whatnot you know your message should live on at your prior, but also you can carry that on. So if I was to continue and like leave ITC and just go do speeches, you know, my brand would not be Laird Ricksford. It would be, it would be about insurance and the insurance industry and um, in, in the things that I've learned in that, in that world. And I, I just, yeah, I agree with you. It's very difficult for someone to build themselves as a brand because really as you said you can't be owned
1: well and then also when you when you try to make a person a brand you take away their humanity right Mm -hmm. you're you're basically treating them like you're saying i should be treated like a corporation that trades on the stock market because i am a brand no humans are not brands
0: so, um, how did how did you what, what was the impetus of that uh, that discussion? I mean, I, I know it's been a while. It
1: has now. been a while. I'm trying. I don't remember exactly what it was. I know I had a good friend of mine from graduate school visiting, and she and I were in the same class, the same brand management class, with this professor who was very adamant about people cannot be brands. Mm-hmm. I think, if I remember correctly, what had happened was I was. Scrolling through Twitter, and I had seen somebody post about their personal brand or something, and she and I got into a discussion about that brand management class and that professor. And so then I was just like, I was, I decided to tweet: "Person cannot be a brand." <laughs> well, and
0: you know, there's there's a lot of it. Um, who's uh, Mark Sheridan? You know, the sales Marcus line? Sheridan. Mark, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm.
1: And <laughs> 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 You. For someone who is a stickler about his own name, you're pretty flippant about getting other people's names right sometimes.
0: Sometimes it's on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but you, you know, I, I've seen him and um, uh, Scott Ginsberg. You know, and my name Scott. Yep. And, yep. Um, you know, I, I've seen both of them speak regularly and I see common speakers throughout the industry and really in and outside the industry. And it's so funny. I, I've seen Marcus Sheridan at a uh, real estate thing. Yeah. You know, not in the insurance. He's talked a lot at, uh, you know. I saw him in a marketing conference. I, exactly. And you see the same thing and he, and he has the exact same speech. And, and you are supposed – that's how you do right. regular speaking is that you have – Two or three max speeches that you nail, that you've perfected, you've rewritten it a hundred times, and, you, and you've and you perfectly nailed it. That's not how I speak. You know, I'm, I'm like, this is my topic. This is what I'm going to talk about. This is my information. And then I just go speak. And it's always off the cuff. I very rarely ever practice any of my speeches. And usually if I practice, I'm practicing the bullet points that I need. And so that I'm not referencing a sheet or a PowerPoint or anything like that. Just my checkpoints whenever I'm speaking. But whenever you you hear that and they've just made such a generic speech that they can apply it to any industry. Um, You know, that's where I, I go on the other side is maybe they are the brand. Maybe they are the brand because, you know, if I was to take that exact speech, do you think people would get the same amount out of it? So, I mean, if I word for word took Scott Ginsburg's speech, would I get, you know, the same response out of it from a crowd? If I was as dynamic as a speaker as he is and tattooed my name on my chest like you <laughs> did?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that would be an interesting experiment. Experiment. I what's wrong? I haven't eaten. It's a late day. It's my diet. I haven't eaten anything yet. Uh <laughs> um no that would be an interesting experiment to run is is take two professional speakers and have them give the each the other's presentation and see what kind of response do they get the same response the other person normally gets i follow a lot of professional speakers um and that that they all have different personalities so that would mm-hmm. be actually really kind of fun to see
0: yeah and and then you know that that would i think that would truly answer the question yeah is that if it's If, you know, you have the same dynamic, maybe, you know, they have their different personalities and then you go into it with that and you, you compare the results with the same speech. You, I mean, that would answer your question because, you know, if the same speech gets delivered and in its own dynamic way and all that, and the audience reacts positively to it, then the message is the brand. Yeah. Or, you know, what the ideal is. And as long as, you know, people don't get up there and start trying to sell me Gensu knives, I cannot tell you how much that bugs me. <laughs> is that, you know, it's sit down and it becomes a 30 to 45 minute advertisement for their book. Yeah. And, you, you know, that's, that's one thing that I, every time I give a speech I was like, Hey, my name is Led Rickford. I'm CEO of ITC. Uh, we offer marketing, rating and management products. And that's all I'm going to say. And that's it. that That's my plug. The rest of it. I, I'll be sitting there saying, I don't care what you use. Just use something. Yeah. And because I, I do feel like you do is that the message is the brand that you are in really the message that we always convey with this as well as our blogs and anything that we do online or on the road is never really just, Hey, our company, our company, our company, it's more of us going, the brand is a successful insurance agency market, right? Having this industry survive is really the the target that we go to. And whenever you, whenever you have that, I think that's the right ideal. And I think that that's the true end goal of branding is, yeah, Apple, highly recognizable brand. You can see that little stupid apple everywhere and you know exactly what it is. You don't you don't you could have half the apple and you would go, "Hey, that's Apple." And you know everything about their brand. And it's it's good that you develop a brand, but then you've got the other side of it that I think some brands have abused that power. And that's my second part of this. Mm-hmm. Is you know, what was good 15, 20, 30 years ago it was a good brand then because they were well-ran, managed managed properly and all that. And now it's just gone off the wayside. And I think that uh, – Do you have an example? Um, I, I was thinking – not really wanting to throw people under the bus here. <laughs> Fair, but, enough. Fair enough. Um, I, I was thinking something along the lines of like <sighs> – like ISO or something like that. Yeah, you know that they, they brought some really good stuff to the industry, but now it's just this all this stalwart that didn't really move, and Varus picked them up, and Varus
1: is doing some really good stuff. I actually, wasn't thinking about in the industry. I thought I was just thinking about in general. Yeah,
0: well, I, I kind of focus on this industry <laughs> in my in my brain, but um, you know, a, a a good example I could I could safely say is, is Facebook. Yeah. OK, so Facebook, you know, they they developed this idea, but in the end, they abused their brand and they knew damn well that they were making tons of money off of this, you know, Cambridge Analytica and all the other ones out there. I mean, they even Apple was doing the same thing where they created these brand ambassadors where they would pay them to push apps on the app store and well, they're like, okay, well, our brand is big enough now. We don't need these guys anymore. And these people's livelihoods were based upon this. So I think that, um, you know, whenever you have a strong established brand, it can be abused. Mm -hmm. And, um, but that's you know that's why I, I go back to that people shouldn't be the brand because um you know have you read uh, Steve Jobs any much any of the books about Steve Jobs and all I that I have not he was a jackass
1: well everybody knows that that's not news and
0: it, I mean it's it's just straight up in you know. That's, that's the real thing is that your brand also has to have a personality. And I think that Apple was successful in spite of itself. I think it was at the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. The iPhone saved them. And the iPhone wasn't anything new. It no, wasn't.
1: it wasn't. They're, but they're, it
0: still revolutionized industries. The, you know, it wasn't the iPhone that revolutionized it. It was not the iPhone.
1: Yeah. Nope. You, your whole point about social media and taking off is because of smartphones. And that started with the iPhone.
0: Wasn't the iPhone though? It was the App Store. That's what it was. Is that was the revolutionary thing, and it was really best based upon iTunes prior to that. Is the ability for you to distribute via a single place software mm-hmm. to these devices because i mean previously there were smartphones that didn't have um keyboards that had keyboards that you know looked and you know was very similar to the iphone in, in function and whatnot not look or design and i don't think that was what it really did it was a horrible design even then and even now and so what happens because why the hell do you need one button i mean why one physical button we're, You know, Android's been gone for that forever. I'm sorry. Mac has always
1: been that way. Their mice, mouses, mice have one button instead of two, uh, like PCs. Like, like, you know, normal individuals. (laughs) (laughs) They
0: just like to be different. But think differently, right? Exactly. Um, But, you know, with the App Store, they were able to distribute apps. And that was the hard part about having um, smartphones before then is that they were really stuck with the apps that were on the phone. Yeah. And if you wanted a specific app, you had to download it on your computer. Then you had to, you know, link it up, install, you know, have a cable, install it. It never worked right, and all that jazz. In the end, the app stores would actually revolutionized it. Yeah, because but would you have an app
1: store without the iPhone?
0: I think so. I, I I do think so because I think that there was one prior, and I think that that's why there's no patent on the app store type mm. of thing. Um, but. You know, distributing music via a centralized store—that was the iTunes. That right. was that was that. And so, I don't exactly think that um, it was exclusive to Apple. But I mean, right now, Apple's got what they just did it first, per- right? What they did it first? They did it, they did it really first. They branded it first. Yeah. But that was the same thing with the Mac. They just kind of branded the idea first, and versus everything else coming down the line. But you know Apple did not win the smartphone war. I mean they're not at all. Okay. Might be here in the states. Yeah. But 80% I mean in here in the states it's 50-50. So you can't really say it's that.
1: That's, that has a lot to do with their price point. They're trying to be more of the luxury higher end and mm-hmm. they're not they're not going after necessarily the full market. I don't think. Yeah. Well, the, cause the, if they were, they would have lower price
0: point. Yeah. Well, um, the X, the X phone, it's so funny. The iPhone X people was like a status symbol if they have an X, but, uh, you know, nationally or internationally, I think that they got like, I think not even 20% market share Yeah, against Android, but, um, you, you know, but they have a brand, they have this, as you say, the brand is very, you know, high end and all of that, that, um, you know, I, I they they did innovate the app store. I, I've always maintained that the, the app store is what actually built them, not the smartphones. But uh, they have survived in spite of Steve Jobs being the 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 luminary of the of that uh, company. Yeah,
1: I mean, they've released new products, updated their products, and they've grown. Mm-hmm. To a trillion dollar evaluation. That, that, that's the that's only insane.
0: That's the only negative spot of my of my argument is the the evaluation <laughs> is is you know I could say well there's you know their their market share is small but they're
1: you know worth a trillion dollars. trillion dollars
0: A trillion I I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can't I, even I can't that, even picture. It's not even fathomable. Mm-mm. You know that that type of market cap. amazing. So what are you doing this weekend?
1: I have nothing. Oh, so you're turning, you're turning. No. I'm so excited. <laughs> I am so excited.
0: I'm thinking, I'm thinking about doing hobbies. I don't know what hobby I'm going to do this weekend, but I got a few hobbies that I do and I'm like, I don't know, you know, go fly. I was
1: going to say, what, what, go fly, are you, are you go talking play about, golf. Are you go, talking about adding a new hobby or? You know what? <laughs> hey,
0: yes. I want to find a new hobby. I think okay. that there needs to be a new hobby. I'm,
1: are you gonna find a cheaper one yes i'm
0: i'm <laughs> I'm actually thinking about picking up guitar again i've ah. I have not you know plucked a guitar in quite a long time, and I've been thinking about you know I got some free time on my hands, so let's go ahead and learn how yeah to, you're leaving at five o'clock. I know I did that that extra time give me that extra three hours a day. you get in I'm,
1: at nine thirty and leave at five?
0: yeah, well, you know I'm not here next week. That's true, I know, so i'm back back kind of doing it. But uh yeah, I'm I'm thinking about trying to do something hobby wise, and
1: I'll probably end up just sitting on my ass. <laughs> no, I'm sure I'll probably do chores around the house and whatnot, but and I don't have to be anywhere other than you know kid activity. and well, normal stuff. I can tell you, you know, having kind of a down weekend is
0: great. Mm-hmm. You can just sit back, not say a word. You know, just. Just relax. Have a beer. Yeah. You know,
1: um, after this week and then looking at my weekend next weekend, I'm kind of, I'm don't think I want to do much of anything this weekend.
0: <laughs> so would you be upgrading from beer to liquor?
1: <laughs>
0: uh, I might be. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: it is happy hour. Yep. But, uh, yeah. So that's, that's great. Um, I don't you, think
1: we have any links to put in the show notes this week. No, this
0: is just a, a bunch of us rambling.
1: I hope you like it. Let us know what you think at contactedinsurancehappyhour dot com.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, every other week it seems like we just we have a, we have ramble on, and then next week we have a story, and then we, we just ramble on and, and rinse and repeat. So I, I always wonder how people. But by the way, our, our experiment. I know. I know. So, um, you know, hey, uh, I enjoy doing this. So it always puts a smile on my face, which is always a welcome.
1: I do, and Thanks. the bigger the bigger news, Spotify. Oh, yes. Finally,
0: um, Spotify decided that we were a legitimate, le- legit, <laughs> righteous enough for us to have a, uh, a podcast on Spotify. So it really seems like, uh, yeah, we, we kind of cover the gamut. Feel free to reach out to us. Uh, if you have any ideas of what we should be talking about, or who should be joining our show, because we will be getting extra, extra guests here coming on soon. So yeah. uh, I'm looking forward to that.
1: Yeah, me too. And, you know, do you think there is a person out there who is a brand?
0: Yeah, I would love to. I would love to find out what people think, because I know it's kind of a a hot button topic uh, with with people that are surrounding this industry, because I can see that there's a lot of agencies that are trying to develop themselves as a brand. Mm -hmm. And they often rely on either the social media person or the owner or some kind of principal in the agency. And that becomes more and more prevalent as you start watching videos or, you know, creating videos, podcasts, uh, you know, blogging. When you start putting your personality out there into the industry, you often, you, you know, you kind of might develop that brand, you know, that, that mentality that you are the brand. And, but I think you should always ask you, yourself if they move on, if or if, I, or if I move on or whoever moves on and that brand is able to sustain itself, then that then that really sets the stage. Right. But, uh, you never know. Yeah. All right. Well, let's, uh, head on out of here. And,
1: uh, as always, thanks for listening. Experiment. $100. You know where to reach us.